feel like potatoes coming out of that. Blurgy blurg, have a potato, have a potato. That's funny, have a potato's funny. All right, hey y'all. Let's drink these drinks before they ice melts. What are we doing here? Hello. No. I'm not feeling feeling like doing that with you and your tiny glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all. This is Exus Nexus. This is Exus Nexus. Exus. Nexus. Yeah, Exus. Nexus. 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 It's a podcast. It's a podcast. About? To... Exes. Hey, have you seen exes are a thing on TV now? Fuck those people. We were doing it first. We need. Oh. That doesn't work. Oh Sorry. no, Kelly's having technical difficulty. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Who are you? I am Jim Brogan. Who hey. are you? Hey, Jim Brogan. I'm Christina Parker. Hey, Christina Parker. How's, uh, how's it going? Good. Good. You look familiar. Yeah, that's because I'm your ex-boyfriend. Oh, that's where I know you from. That's right. It was really nice knowing you then, but I like you better now. Yes, I agree. Good thing we married other people, huh? We sure did. <laughs> Kelly, his wife, and the captain, my husband. Where is the captain? Hey! There he is! There he is! Welcome, captain! Hey, how are you? <laughs> how's things sailing? Oh, it's great! On the high seas. Each week, we like to ask each other a mysterious question. And only the bartender knows that question because they're going to base a drink for each of us based on those questions. So, um, Kelly Brogan is our bartender this week. So let's get started. What are we currently drinking? Let's hope my phone doesn't go off again. Boy. Christina, you're drinking the electric Smurf. Yes. It has uh, one ounce of blue crock. Carousel. Carousel. One ounce of coconut rum, two ounces of pineapple juice, and two ounces of grapefruit soda. It's delicious. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's really good. That drinks right up your alley. I like that grapefruit soda. Super, super sweet. I like that grapefruit soda a lot. And... Jim, you are drinking... You are drinking absolute stress. (laughs) Wow. Which is kind of interesting. Um, basically, it's Whoa. tequila and lime juice balanced with grapefruit soda, and it has sangrita in it, which I had to make, which is a blend of salt, hot sauce, juice from an orange, it's juice from limes, juice from grapefruit, and a pinch of black pepper. Mm. I love what, the pepper in what it. What is that called again? It's sangrita. Sangrita. Yeah. So oh, my pepper, God. Isn't that awesome? Oranges, grapefruit, limes, and tequila. I love it. I never thought... It's I mean, like a salty margarita. Yeah. It's like a spicy margarita. Like a si- salty, spicy margarita. It's not sweet. What's the... Um, what's the... Uh, Tabasco. Bubbly. Is oh. it bubbly? Grapefruit soda. Hmm. It's good. It is good. Oh, salty good. margarita. Salty margarita. Da, 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 da. Mm, that is good. Those are both good drinks. Blargity, blargity, blargity. Which one do you want, Wally? Mm. So, we like to start out our podcast each week with a segment we call irritainment that's irritainment irritainment blargity blarg oh jeez. we'd like to talk about pop culture 
We do. Actually, can I have a salty, uh, spicy one? We like to talk about movies and music and just things that are currently going on in the world today. That also irritate us. Yes. Yes. Let's start with Mariah Carey. Oh, what'd she do? Well, she said she's only slept with five guys her whole life. You don't believe that? I believe that. Do you? Yeah, totally. Why? Because she seems to get attached to whatever guy she's with. Like, real hardcore. And like if you, Tommy Mottola? Yeah, and if you start out with that guy, super controlling like that, that's probably where she started. And then there was that billionaire guy, and then there was the guy she had her kids with. Nick Cannon. So, how many is that now? Three? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I don't see her having... She's kind of naive and dumb. She's kind of a dumb-dumb. <laughs> of so, course she is. It doesn't surprise me that she's only slept with five guys. You didn't believe that? Uh, I don't know. It just seems ridiculous. She's 50 years old. You only slept with five five dudes? Not everybody's a slut. I didn't say in. she was a slut. I know, but not everyone it's lives... Just, a- that's a, lot, that's a lo- lot of time and a lot of time being single. Just uh, saying. Sometimes you just want to break one off. Again, not everybody feels that way. Especially super hyper-driven people. Hyper-driven people don't waste time with distractions like sex and television. They are <laughs> hyper-driven. That's going to be the name of my next band. Mm. Yeah, speaking of, did we talk about sex and robots and whatever that... Yes. Uh, no, I don't think... I, I... We've watched some of them. Okay. Yeah, they're fun. I love it. Yeah. They're interesting. They are pretty interesting. But you have to be in the right mood for it. Sort of... This is a show that I don't recommend binge-watching because all the animation and the stories are so different from yeah, each other. Yeah, you watch a couple like, You kind of want to just like take it in yeah. and, and, and appreciate it. If you just want to go to the one and the next and the next and the next, it just makes it kind of disposable. Yeah, it's true. So, which one's been your favorite so far? I don't remember them. Okay, it's good that we're talking about it. Though. I mean, I just want to know if you saw it, because yes. it's like sticks in my head. It's like reading um, a short story anthology. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you're not going to remember all the ones, but you might remember one or two. Uh, they all sort of run together a little in my head, because hmm. they're all different. I don't know. Don't ask. I have a horrible memory. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a horrible memory. What else you got for me? So, you know what grosses me out on cooking shows? Because you know, well, we both like to watch certain cooking shows you're very specific about. I don't like when they make sausage. I just think that's fucking gross. Why? Because it looks like someone's shitting in a condom. Do you like sausage? I do. <laughs> Is that why you don't want to watch it? Because you don't want to watch it be made? I just don't want to watch it be made. I mean, I can see that, but that's a little bit of a, that's kind of a baby well, attitude. Well, that's what, that's a little I don't bit think baby. it's a baby attitude. It just grosses me out. Don't tell me. You get neurotic about shit. <laughs> Dumb shit. Making sausage is gross. Daddy, would you like some sausage? I'm choking on the sausage. Um, that's spicy. The captain just got another drink. Um, spicy. Obviously, Stranger Things. Uh, I've, we just wrapped it up. Yesterday. Oh, no, we have not wrapped it up. We're okay. only a couple episodes in. About four episodes okay. well, Yeah. There's only eight, I think, so okay. we're halfway there. And I've like seen some of the stuff going around about I, it, like I, the memes and stuff, and I'm like, all oh, right. But I'm like, okay, I can see where that meme stemmed from, but at the same time... Uh, the internet is literally ruining it for me. Like That's one of the reasons we push through to finish it. It's just because, uh, like, I mean... Not, not, even with spoilers and all that other shit, 
even with spoilers and all, like spoilers inside, you still see like a picture of something that's very surprising. Mm -hmm. and it makes me nuts. So yes, we finish it, and I think it's I think it's great. It's, it might be the best season altogether. Yeah, um, it's cute so far. I like the girls' relationship so far. I like the fact that they made them friends. Oh right. There was not any bit of like dumb girl drama. They were instantly pals. Yeah. It was that was real cute. Small gals. Who says gals? I don't know. You always call me out on that. I, it's a word I'm comfortable with. You sound like you're a thousand years old when you no, say it's it. Just kind of, what's wrong with using some old terms? It's good. Yeah, but it makes girls uncomfortable. The word gals, for some I, reason... You, only you. Only you. There's not a single person out there. That's starting to... You know what this is starting to taste like? I, actually, I'm sorry. I'm going to sidebar into my drink for a second. Because <laughs> I just had another bit of the spicy is tequila one. Is than yours? Yeah, it is. It's the um, jalapeno. I just watched her cut up and put in there. Didn't you? Oh, it's my lips. No jalapeno? <clears throat> yeah, there's something that heats you up in the back of the throat. And the pepper. And sticks around for a minute. It's right here. Oh, <laughs> mine's back there. Can you handle it, or you want mine? If you have a sip of the, this one after that, it tastes like those wax... It tastes like someone shitting into a condom. <laughs> <laughs> no. It tastes like those wax dinosaurs that you would get from a museum. Do they make... You're not supposed to eat those. I know, but it smells like... what It tastes like what they smell like. Wax dinosaurs? You put your money in the machine and oh. it injects... It, like, sprays the wax into the mold and you watch your I, dinosaur be made and then it undoes and there's, like, a plot. You went to fancy museums. I've never done that. Mm -mm. You... They had one at the Science Museum in West Palm Beach forever and made a shark. Oh, my gosh. I don't know you, what she's talking about. I See, I went there to actually learn about science... Me too. Not to get stuff out of the vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> so it is kind of science. Gumballs. Because you get to watch something being made. That was the whole point of it. It's like they put two plates together that make a 3D mold, and then they inject the melted wax into the mold, unmold it all in front of your face, and then give you your dinosaur. It's awesome. You saw your dinosaur made. I can't. That's okay, cool. there are other people out there that know what I'm talking about. Y'all are y'all are in the minority here. Y'all. Jesus Christ, stop drinking it if you're going to keep doing <laughs> it's that. Like, it's like, it's like sweet pain. Oh my, yeah, but don't make a big deal out of it. Give me your Smurf. You mean my waxy dinosaur? No, you weirdo. It's a waxy dinosaur. I think that's what we should rename it. Yeah, I do too. Um, so okay. Stranger Things. So Have you noticed the product placement is outrageous in this? In this? It, you know what I thought was funny? Well, especially some, in the mall. And you're gonna have I mean, I get it. Yeah, yeah but I mean, some I get of the it. 80s brands that don't exist anymore, I, my thought process was, because in one shot that really bothered me, in the 80s, there weren't closed up storefronts and malls, like where they were changing things, right? Like they would just be brand new stores. They wouldn't be trying to find new renters and spaces. Maybe they did. I don't know. I just I, felt like that was weird that they had that biggest spree logo on the coming soon space a spree is there such a thing as a spree anymore no no that's a, yeah but that, that, that it, was it, it wasn't the 80s listen i think they got 80s mall culture down yeah Pat. i was i was telling her it reminds me of every mall i've ever been into all wrapped into one mall. yeah you're right it's really right. well done i love it because we used to get dropped off as kids and we'd wander around the mall i, I was a there's kid carpet once. there's tile there's neon there's all this stuff that Every mall that I grew up in. That little section that they have for kids, we had like these concrete turtles and shit that were in, in the middle of the mall. Something you could really kill yourself on. Yeah. <laughs> I remember ashtrays. They don't have any ashtrays in the mall, though, and that's wrong. Oh, people totally smoked in the mall. Oh, my there. God. You, you couldn't smoke in the stores, but you could smoke in the main yeah. mall yeah. part, and there was ashtrays everywhere. What do you think about the 
people coming down on Netflix because they said it's too much smoking. I didn't hear this. Go fuck oh, yeah. yourself. We're, it was the fucking 80s. That's what I you. think. Thank you. Let's not change yeah. history. Yeah. We're not going to change history. That's like whitewashing shit. Give me a break. Just because it's like we're not allowed oh, no. to do it now. That's it's like all taking, over the thing. That's like taking the Twin Towers out of all those movies right after 9-11. Yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out of my face. No. No. What, are they going to start taking all the smoking out of the 90s movies now? Yeah, you can't Pulp, take... Pulp Fiction's not going to smoke anymore. Exactly. Fight Club. Yeah. Any of them. Any of them. Give me a break. Doesn't George Clooney smoke in, um... Uh... From Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. No. No. Um, he doesn't smoke in that. No. Okay. Well, I thought he did. Anyway. Whatever. Whatever. Um, Go fuck yourself, revisi- revisionist history. Yeah, revisionists. Mm. Your waxy dinosaur. Oh my god, waxy dinosaur. Holy cow, that tastes just like that thing smells. <laughs> um, we didn't get to The Lion King last week, so I guess we'll get to it this week. I have no desire to see it. I really want them to stop saying live action. Oh, I'm with you 100% on that. But then 100%. I, then I heard somebody say, um, but it is live action. When they say live action, they mean not animated. But it's still, it's still animated. animated. That's it's exactly animated. my point, right? Like just because it's com- like computer digitally of, it's generated, just a different kind of animation. Yeah, exactly. It's just a different kind of animation. Like it looks real, that's but it isn't. Right, that's not a lion. That really just that isn't talks. a lion. Right. You can't call video games live action. That's like calling Everyone your fucking. Everyone knows that all the talking lions are extinct. <laughs> Those damn poachers. Ugh. Ooh. So um, do you have a desire to see it? No. Okay. No, because that's my like childhood sort of, right? That movie, the original is Never part saw it. Oh my god. Seriously? When I when I moved to LA when I was wow. not yet 20, um I had that soundtrack was one of like my only CDs that I had. Again, oh god. I was I wasn't yet 20. And I listened to the shit out of it because we the didn't Lion have a t- Oh my god! Because you can sing it at the top of your lungs. I remember cleaning the kitchen in my little apartment in yeah. Brentwood, and like blasting the Lion King. And your the- neighbors must have been. Like, I was gonna say. What? Yeah. And the cranberries. How did oh you god! Get, how did you get laid? How did you? I was out there with not a dude. Kill yourself. I was out there with pile of tires who happened to be a polo model. Right. At- pile of tires. I've it's told awesome. you this story. It's the best story. Okay, ever. that's. Just, the that's ex-boyfriend just funny. That, that's his nickname. Yeah, whose art was a pile of rubber tires <laughs> yes. on the wall of a Quonset hut bl- blasted out ceiling. Look, this is my art. Now, bitch, that a pile of tires. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking please. So his name now is Pile of Tires. I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. I yeah, love it. Exactly. But whatever, apparently he's a famous artist. Well, there's a guy I work with that I nicknamed Banana in the Tailpipe. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Why? Because he just seems like the kind of guy that would fall for the banana and the tailpipe trick. You're not going to fall for the banana and the tailpipe? Thank you. Oh. It's from Beverly Hills Cop. So now everyone else calls him banana and the tailpipe. <laughs> Poor guy. You're a mean girl. Uh, he doesn't know this? No, of course not. He doesn't, He wouldn't get the reference if it shit in his mouth. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't get the <laughs> reference. <laughs> uh, uh, you two. You two idiots. <laughs> He wouldn't get the reference if he shit in a condom. <laughs> oh my god, we're never gonna hear the end of this. <laughs> hashtag shit and condom. Gross. Ew. Yeah, don't hashtag that at all. <laughs> we're gonna get porn. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, oh boy. Yeah, gross. Yeah. What else you got? Um, you ever watch comedians in cars? Yes. Did we talk about that? Yes. I mean, we're excited about. We were just talking about while I was like, oh, we don't have another season of that because we we're talking about James Corden. His whole thing is being called like sort of a ripoff of it. His whole karaoke car conversation uh-huh. thing. Uh huh. And basically, Jerry did it first with his comedians. Yeah, cars. I don't think it's a ripoff. I don't think it's a ripoff either. I think that yeah, there's plenty of potential there for a lot of different. Uh, well, maybe not a lot, but at least those two things. I think they can exist in the same world, without being ripoffs. Yeah. Each other. I mean, that's like oh, was was well, someone else took a car ride and they shot it. You're ripping off James Corden. Yeah. Wow. I guess so. Blurg. Blurgity blurg. So. Um. Comedians of Cars. Oh, yeah. The new season's coming out. Okay, Are yeah. you so excited? I am, I am. I'm way behind, though. Like, I literally, like, watch that as, like, a background thing. I really enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. We'll I think it's beautifully it. shot. We watch it randomly if there's nothing on before bed sometimes. That's because, fun. Because it's just, it's, uh, it's disposable. It's just like a, it's like a piece of candy. It is. Like a delicious little Werther's. But the chewy kind, not the hard ones. Not a Whitman sampler. Gross. <laughs> How gross are you? A Whitman sampler. Who even does that? I don't know what that is. Grandma's. It, you get them at CVS. Yeah. It's Valentine's box candy. It's like box candy. Oh, the samplers. I thought it was a, a sexual Whitman reference. Sampler. No, no. There's no My grandmother always used there. to have them, like at the house. Like anywhere. That seems like a grandmother would have. It's a grandmother thing. They would have like mm-hmm. the candies. And they're like, you want some candy? No, not help that your, kind of candy. Help yourself to the Whitman sampler. That's really funny. No, my grandmother had... The little soft peppermints that melted in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Or at Christmas time, which were my favorite. Oh, she had the caramels with the white stuff in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, those I remember those. I and those weird little, like, cheapy plastic oh, that my they were God. wrapped up in. And um, you remember they had Brock's, like, serve yourself candy bins in the drugstores? Mm-hmm. Like, the drugstore had, like, a bin where you can take the little square Brock's caramels and mix them with some of, the, like, the other caramels and then the peppermints. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was like a mixed match bag of candies. So good. Uh, that's what my grandmother had. Weird little caramels or peppermints. Mm-hmm. Or there'd be a tin of cookies around. Like she'd use like a, those giant tin that had the butter cookies no, with the she sugar would make, on top? She would make her own cookies oh. and use old either mm-hmm. Christmas tins or the mm-hmm. old Danish cookie tins and put wax paper in them and mm-hmm. store her own homemade cookies in those same Her tins. The same thing. Yeah. So there'd always be like a tin of cookies somewhere that she had baked. So there was those around a lot. Mmm. Now I want grandma shit. <gasps> I know, right? My grandmother used to have a cellar where they would do, they would do, um, they can tomatoes yeah. mm-hmm. every season. They can pears. They can peaches. She'd can cherries and whiskey. Nice. Ugh. That sounds like delicious. you go downstairs and it's like a whole store of grandma's homemade whatever. I bet it looked pretty. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. <laughs> My aunt does, um, she has a freezer, big old freezer, that she does um, corn. She'll do cream corn. They do corn and they do peas and beans and like mm-hmm. black eyed peas and stuff, like all those summer type veg. And they put them in freezer bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, if she canned stuff, it was figs. Mm-hmm. She did these canned figs, but they had a honey house, so it was always honey. Yeah, I feel like people just don't do that anymore these days. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's some people out there that do it. Probably but, out in the Midwest. You know. Have you watched that show about being off the grid and they build the ho- the houses out of like? I know of it. I, I like I mud and it's like three little pigs blow your house down. Shit. It's pretty. I crazy. always just feel like they're like doomsday preppers. 
No, they're not really like that. It's not they're even hippies. Yeah, they're hippies. Mm-hmm. They're just hippies <laughs> building stuff with basically their hands, a drill, and a ladder, and a saw and a tractor. So I get some stuff, but still, you get my point. Yes. Idiots. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a fidgeter. And she's fidgeting. Um. Uh, what else do you have? I don't have a whole lot this week. I I've don't been either. So busy. So oh, the uh, Game of Thrones prequel. Oh, tell me about it. Uh, I, this, Naomi Watts, this, I heard. Yes, yeah, Naomi, Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. Um, here's the thing. The, like, they talked to some of the people that were behind it, and they're like, oh, well, the Starks are going to be in it, and the White Walkers are going to be in it, and the Dire Wolves are going to be in it. And I was like, this isn't interesting to me at all. We've already covered this. Well, and those things don't show up until Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. like the stuff we've watched anyway, right? Right. Because they find the wolves and give them all to the kids. That's the whole point. And the White Walkers showing up in the woods was like a shock to everybody who saw them because they had just been legend. Just doesn't seem that interesting. Like to that's, me that's basically far. the first episode of the first season. Right. So how are we going to rehash that? And that doesn't make up for anything. And it's supposed anything. to be set like a thousand years in the past or five thousand years in the past. Then how can you just tell me the same story? I don't know. It should be about how the um, people out in the woods got there. How the people north of the wall got north of the wall, right? The wildlings and shit. Let's talk about where they came from. Are they all defected from some kingdoms down south? Are some of them Starks? Are Jeez, some of them? This sounds more interesting than what was given to us. Isn't that really over the week? Right. That's some yes. Stuff. I want to know when they interacted with giants and how the giants showed up and mm-hmm. like I want to know about the other side of the wall. That's me. I'm with you. Or how the Night Watch came to be. Tell me about the Night Watch. When did that start and why did that start? I mean, they basically talk about it. But show me the beginnings of the Night Watch. Show me the stories of other people with grayscale and the um, shamans or whatever they're called with their keys all over them. What are they called? You know, Samuel. The Keymaster? No, Samuel Tarly and them. Mm -hmm. Whatever they're called. The priests. Uh... Like, show me the beginnings of, t- of all of this I mean, Maybe stuff. they will. All I'm saying is is that the bone they threw us was, just didn't sound that very interesting to I me. I hope everybody w- revolted. Um, how do we feel about these dudes doing a trilogy? Do we think they're going to be okay for a Star Wars trilogy? Yes, I do think they're going to. I think they're going to be great. Because their history before this was... Benioff and Weiss. Yeah. Yes. What's their history before this? Anything? I, not that I can recall. I'm sure... They have something. I, I mean, I think a lot of people are pissed off. I think a lot of people are pissed off because obviously Game of Thrones didn't end very well. But I think, I think that the I think the thing that they're going to do with the new Star Wars trilogy is have the entire trilogy written before they even go in front of the camera, which is obviously the mistake that they had made with the pre the sequel trilogy with Force Awakens and Last Jedi was oh I wrote this. Oh, here, here you go. That's what I wrote. Oh, well, I'm going to write this. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I have to write this because you wrote shit. Yeah, I mean, it really boils down to a good team. That's how you get magic on screen is where all the pieces fit together. Because if the writer is shitty or the director doesn't understand the good right, maybe the writing's not bad, but the director fucks it up. Maybe the writing's shit and the director tries his best. Maybe the actors are fucking shite. Who knows? Um... Wait, let's go. Speaking of shitty actors, I, that is not a word. No, I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> Carrie always has never been good. <laughs> Even as uh, the it's not a good pi- actor. pirate, not a good actor. At least he wasn't a bad guy in that movie. Most movies, he's the bad guy. 
but he's, he's very George W. Bush in Stranger Things. He's always season. just been a terrible actor, and he's terrible in. Yeah, he's really hammy. <clears throat> he's always like this. That's why he was so good as the pirate Robert, because it was him. He could be kind of over the top a little bit. Yeah, and it was fun, and it was just you know it's a fairy tale. Right, yeah. right. But putting him in the real world, he's just a goob, man. <laughs> Gooby goober. Oh, and those teeth. Whatever they did to his teeth and Stranger he's got, Things. Did he get some weird plastic surgery? Because he looks like rubber face McMillan. No. Oh, my God. he It's bad. I, I didn't know. I, I blamed it on his teeth because I blame everything on everybody's bad hygiene. Ooh, dental hygiene. It's important, folks. Don't forget to brush twice a day. And floss. Yeah, a little bit of water pick also will help you. Oh, good advice. <clears throat> so I was thinking, because you mentioned it last week, I... You said you have a dislike for Spider-Man. Yeah. And I have the feeling you don't like Spider-Man because you think of the first trilogy with Tobey Maguire who reminds you of a mutual friend that aggravates you a lot. And I think that's where... I don't like Tobey Maguire. That's absolutely true. But I've tried watching the subsequent, like, teen... I don't like kids, man. I don't need some teenage kid being a stupid spider. (laughs) I liked the villains in Spider-Man better. I sure did. Can Willem Dafoe all day long? Those movies have not aged well. They I know. Have not aged exactly. Well at all. That's why I probably like the villains the best because they were better than him. They understood what movie they were in. You can or give something. me Michael Keaton any day. Because uh, everyone loves Spider-Man too, and I don't. I couldn't tell you what happens in. It's any depressing. Of so some people say it's like the best comic book movie of all time. What? Which one is the that? The one with Doc, Doctor Octopus. Oh, mm-hmm. that. Oh, sorry, guys. Excuse me. <laughs> that was my chair. I was just trying to Allegedly. Say. Yeah. For reals. For reals. Anyway, um, that, that James Franco, too. I'm very select about the Franco things that I enjoy. That was not one of them. His face hurts me sometimes. His weird, creepy smile. Yeah, I think that's why I liked him in The Disaster Artist, because I can totally see him as Tommy Wiseau. So, did you see Into the Spider-Verse? No, but everyone loves it. Everyone thinks it's so great. I call now that we review that for our next movie review. Because I think that's also going to like help you shift your opinion on the Spider-Man thing. Maybe. Sure. Because I would like to see him as a, not the way that they usually portray right. him. I'd like right. to see anyone else play Spider-Man besides some dumb fucking white kid. So, yeah. Seeing Tom Holland is great as Spider-Man. He's great as Spider-Man. He I was think he's cute. the best Spider-Man Yeah, so I do too. He was cute too. in whatever that was. Endgame or Infinity War, wherever he died. Right. Turned into spoiler a... Spoiler alert. Oh. He comes back. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> you ruined Endgame for everybody. It's called Endgame. Um, anyway, he's cute. He's fine. Tom Holland. Every time I say Tom Holland, though, it just makes me think of the writer of Chucky, so... Did you ever see him on the on Lip Sync Battle? Why would I watch anything called Lip Sync Battle? Because he fucking kills it on that show. I don't care about people lip syncing or regular singing. Well, all right. Let's Does get he to kill the it? Does he kill it? That's awesome. That's very cool. I'm impressed with him. What did he do? He did Umbrella? Yeah. Ella. 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 And they don't know what they're going to do before they go out? Is that what it is? Or do they get to practice with it first? No, no, no. They clearly practice with it. Because that, uh, that kid's a gymnast. And he, go, he comes out and he does Singing in the Rain and breaks into breaks into Umbrella and, and does this whole dance routine. He's 
dressed up like Rihanna kind of and and just and does this amazing dance routine on the water and he's doing monkey flips and all kinds of shit. Like it's it's really impressive. Okay, you're supposed to talk on oh. these things <laughs> oh. instead of just staring at me with your glazed donut eyes. I was nodding my head at the same time. I, people usually don't see because that when they listen to I was to thinking of I was thinking about Britney Spears lip syncing her shows and how she can dance around too because all she's really doing is lip syncing. That's true. So, it makes sense. Yeah, but she gets paid to do that, to sing, when the other guys are actually just saying, hey, we're on a lip sync contest. I know, but that's just glorifying this horrible process of lip syncing. And to think that Millie Vanilli killed themselves, or one of them killed himself, because of this. Because of lip syncing. And now lip syncing's a thing. He was so mortified that they got busted being lip syncers. I think he had a drug problem. Oh, I thought it was because he was well, never got, got the over. The producer it. sold him out too. Yeah, yeah and they he's lost the one, all their money. He's the fucking one that put him in that position in the first place because they were damn near homeless when he came up and said, "Hey, want to make a lot of money being singers? We need two good-looking guys to sing songs that people that, aren't that attractive that can dance." And then they made a billion, million, you know, million dollars, and the guys just like, "Oh, well, you know." And here's your Grammy. It's just, poor. it's sad. It's sad. It really is. It's so sad. I feel like them and Monica Lewinsky were ahead of their time. And they got taken down for it. Where now it's glorified. The things that they got raked over the coals for, and you, it, you get your own reality show for Here's today. my thing about the whole Millie Vanilli thing. I've always wondered this because, you know, there was session musicians that did all the singing yeah. and, the, and the playing. Yeah. So why didn't they get a fucking career? Like why, no, they did have a career. They did the work, and they got paid for it. Yeah, but why didn't they put out more songs and have people do more of that shit? It was a they were good songs. Yeah, they were fine. They were good pop songs. But that's what happened with things like Cheryl Crow. She did that, and basically, so did now Sia. She's the same. Like they're songwriters that just become pop stars because they're writing everybody else's songs. I don't think they had the look that they wanted. They were going for, and that's why they. No, were they, no, they were all mi- they were like middle aged ses- yeah. session mu- musicians. That's yeah. that's that's what it was. We watched some sort of documentary, something on that whole thing and how that happened with Millie Vanilli. It was horrible. Yeah. Oh oh oh! I want you, girl. You know it's true. That's not even oh, how it sounds. Oh oh oh! What did she say? I want you. Blargity blargity. <laughs> Girl, you know it's blargity. Blargity, blargity, blargity. Girl, you know it's blurred. Girl, you know it. Girl, you know it. Girl, you know it. Girl, you know it. Blurg. I was imitating the thing when they got busted. Yeah, when the record skipped, but no one gave a shit. No. Because everyone lip syncs during live shows anyway. And then the guy ran off stage. Like, they found me out. If I run off stage, maybe I won't know. Well, um, Ashley Simpson did the same thing on SNL when she fucking... Ruined, ha- her, ruined her career. Hoe down her way off the fucking did stage. She? Mm-hmm. Oh, Is yeah. it on YouTube? Can oh, I see yeah. this? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you remember this? She I don't remember this. She totally fucked up and couldn't remember the words to her own song. No, no, no. They, she was supposed to sing... They, she thought she was singing... I think because she was supposed to perform two songs and she switched it up, so she started singing to the wrong song. Oh, yeah. It's on YouTube. And then... So she knew how to handle it, so she hoe down her way off the stage... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So excited. <laughs> How do you not remember this? I don't remember. I know, especially you. I must have blocked it out. I don't know. Oh, wow. It was uncomfortable. It's hard to watch. Yeah, it is hard to watch. It, it's awful. Because you think it's going to be funny. You're like, yeah, because fuck you. And then you're like, oh, God, that must suck. Yeah, it's painful. Yeah, you don't hear much about her anymore. Yeah, she has um, 
She's got royalty, baby. She had a royal baby. She got married to some other... Aretha Franklin's grandkid or somebody. Really? Diana Ross's son well, or something. I, her it is her sister's Ross. a gazillionaire, so <clears throat> it's not like she's probably hurting for cash in the first place. It's not her so. money. If I was a gazillionaire, would I, that mean my sister's a gazillionaire? No, but it's not. if you got enough money to take care of somebody, then... Doesn't mean you're I gonna... It, well, does, most, pe- people, most people at that level of... Uh, are assholes. Yes. Yeah, so that she might just be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Ashley. I guess you shouldn't have hoe down your way off SNL." Here's here's fifty dollars. Merry Christmas. Yeah, here's some chicken of the sea, but I hear it's not chicken. <laughs> here's here's a fifty dollar gift certificate to Carabas. Oh, speaking of, we've got some kind of gift card to Carabas somewhere. We should use that shit. Yeah, soon because I got it when I got Employee of the Month, and it's been about a year. I know. So. I, bet that, <laughs> I know that sucks. We should definitely. Use well, yeah, this. but this place there was a lot of those have expiration dates though. I know it was Cheesecake Factory and some other place we oh. would go. Oh, Bonefish Grill. Yeah, Bonefish Grill. You can still so Bonefish. You can use at Outback or Carabas. They're all owned by the same business. We don't go to any of those places yeah. though, like yeah. ever, yeah. never ever. We should have given them to people who go there. Yeah, I'll take it off your hands. Yeah, I don't. I can't we even can, tell we, you. We decided we were going to go to both of those places and sit at the bar. That's right. Well, we it's should not do a bad that. idea. <laughs> Just get yourself a blooming onion and a Foster's beer. That sounds terrible. Gross. All of that sounds so awful. I'd rather go straight up to Kula and have delicious Kula fish bar. What is it? A prefix dinner during the weekdays? I think like Sunday through Thursday they have a prefix at Kula during the summer. We're totally going. Um, like okay. old people. I know. Anyway, we have totally gotten off topic, my friends. We're uh, we're just sitting around the table having hey, a conversation man. at this point. That's what we do here. That's what happens. Let's get to questions. Let's get to the fucking questions. Before we lose our audience entirely. Who's going first? Uh, go ahead, Spicy Meatball. Uh, okay, Spicy. What's your, what is your favorite childhood memory? Uh, what are you drinking? A spicy what? No, no, it's mine. Blue She's Smurf. She's drinking an electric smurf. Oh, an electric oh, yeah, smurf. electric yes. smurf. What's my favorite childhood memory? Um... It's probably a combination of memories. Um, we used to go camping all the time when I was little. We'd go to... You liked camping. Oh my God, I loved it. Are you kidding wow. me? It was so much fun because we would go for weeks at a time, primitive camping out west. We went to Alaska. and Oh, wow. The... Be- the- having to like gather all your stuff and set out camp and like make sure everything's folded up there's just this real like military like military kind of like timing and the way you fold things and just you're getting water and whatever and my my mother loved to know what the flora and fauna was where we were going so that she could if she saw something she knew she could eat pick it Hmm. and eat it so often she would find berries or whatever on the side of the trail and <clears throat> we would have something made with those. I mean, I loved camp toast, which is basically bread and butter on a stick over the campfire. Oh my God, percolated coffee in the morning. Uh, I mean, we had this little Coleman stove that we'd set up. It was just the ritual of it was so fun and I was always in charge of the water and you go and get your bucket of water and sometimes in those primitive campsites, it's like a pump. It's like an old fashioned mm-hmm. water pump. That was always cool. Um, Listening to the weird sounds, at night, like sleeping outside. It, it It's pretty sounds cool. Sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds horrible. Were you in the middle of the wilderness or were you at a campground? No, in the middle. Of, we did it mostly um, state or national parks. Dad liked to say in state and national parks. And with the primitive camping, there would be no electric or anything. It, there'd be no RVs. Fire. Yeah, no RVs. Most sites would be like a place to park your car, a so flat you space. you pooped in the woods. No. Up the road the, from there. The shit would, and condoms. 
<laughs> there would be a gas. There would be a bathroom up in the campground area. Well, that's cheating. Okay. Yeah, you should have been wiping your ass with leaves. Yeah, apparently. I did go um, on a hike with my dad right before my senior year of high school to a rainforest in Washington State. And we were supposed to spend several days out there. We only spent a couple because I couldn't handle it. So the night that... This is real primitive camping, like hike back into the woods, hike for days and days and hike back out again. And there are camp sites like there's places to stop like base camps sort of like as you're hiking this is probably the best place to stay um and they have latrines which is basically just a hole in the ground with a structure built around it so that you have a little bit of privacy mm. like just an outhouse it's just an outhouse out there yeah okay so that was my limit okay. I, didn't, I didn't like heading off into the woods with just the shit on your back and a hole in the ground that wasn't fun. Let's have the cars right there if I really need, we need to leave, if I'm sick in the middle of the night or if I want some fucking real food. There's a car, we'll just go. Yeah. Do, cool. you, do you like camping? Um, it's okay, I don't, I don't hate it. We used to, when I would visit my family in Tennessee every year, we all got excited as kids to set up a tent in the backyard on their property up there. Um, but again, the house was, you know, 150 feet away. You know, if we wanted to run inside, but it was really cool. It was like our own little summer camp. You know, like it was like the Thanksgiving kids' table, but as a tent. So that was always kind of fun. And then when I got older, um, we went camping again. We would go and see. Uh, don't judge me. We would go and see uh, fish for a few shows. Totally judging you. Yeah, we would get camp out, and it would be it was fun. It, I mean, and and percolated wait, like, coffee. Wait a minute, you go see fish like Abe Vigoda? No, like the bands, the fish, band. like oh. hip, like hippie oh. concerts. He used to yeah. tour around with the hippies. Like before, there were all of these like Coachella and yeah. all that shit. Fish used to play in a field, and a bunch of people would fucking camp out and watch them play in the Everglades. But uh, the percolated coffee, I totally agree with. Bringing your own food, your own rations, and then yeah. cooking them over the campfire. That's pretty fucking awesome. Coolers, man. like so, we would go out. My dad would have a business trip someplace. Like oh, you do it, we do it. We go down to the Keys. Yeah. we have the grills outside of the hotel rooms. With, I mean, it's kind. It's and not, we pack it's our cooler. It's glamping. If yeah, 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 it's glamping, but like we well, still we make percolated it. coffee. We still right. like, we grilled lobster on the fucking grill and made breakfast with a cast iron skillet. Right, made ca- exactly cast awesome. iron eggs in the morning. Like we were glamping, but it was still not staying in a five star hotel. Right. You know, like, right? Of course, our cars are pulled up to the front door of a cinder block shed, shed with a that bed. Won't get knocked over in a hurricane <laughs> with a hopefully. bed and a bathroom in it. Um, so yeah, I mean, really, it it. It was fun to go to different grocery stores and see what they had and pack up your cooler and just everything different. It was like going to another country almost, like becoming like just driving around and spending time in the places out west. It was really cool. Bear boxes when you camp that you have to lock your food up or string it from a tree or lock it in an iron box. Big metal box to keep the bears out. And if you leave anything in your car at all that smells like food, they will rip the car door off for mm-hmm. it. So every little, even like a napkin you wiped your face from McDonald's and put in the door. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. They'll, cause they're snip, sniffer, right? They will go after your McDonald's. See, I never camped any place where there were ravenous bears. Not ravenous, but. <laughs> Seemed to be. We would, and I don't I gotta know. get that McDonald's napkin. I know it's in there. I'm starving. I love French fries and ketchup. I don't know if it was Alaska or Washington State where we were driving and we had put the radio on scan and forgot about it because there was n- no stations out there at all whatsoever to pick up. 
So whenever we got close to a radio tower somewhere and picked up a signal, it would come on and scare the crap out of us. Because you're like in silence because you, you're talking, you forget about the radio scanning, and then all of a sudden there's like, blurgity blurg, 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 blurg. The radio comes in. Blurgity blurgy, blurgity blurgy. How do you like it? How do you like it? Mama, mama. Was that the singing belly button commercial? You know, that was, oh. we're coming out, doo-doo, and the world to By the way, we're going to be sued by every disco artist. Why? They can't tell what the hell she's singing. You know what commercial I fucking hate? In my head, it sounds real good. Is the singing jeans? The singing jeans. With the, ma, 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 what? In love with you. No. No, I like the Levi's commercial where they're dancing. It's like. No, the pockets start singing. I hate it. Do you get different mm-hmm. commercials in gardens than we get in Lake Worth? Sounds like it. I, I think so. I think that we're already starting to it's get targeted. Thing, it is. Yeah. It's, we're getting it's so crazy. It's about what we watch. It's about what we watch and what time of day we watch and stuff, I think. Wow. We um, need to start watching hardcore porn all the time. Uh, what do you want to be marketed to? With? Shit condoms. Yeah. <laughs> God, this episode's just going to be called Shit Condoms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking, Jim? I am drinking absolute stress. Yeah. Um, Jim, what's the most stressful situation that you can think of? Like besides right now, like one that I've ever been in, or just in general? Sure, either one. Yeah, like the like the thing that comes to mind when you immediately like when I ask that question that makes your palms sweat and your eyeballs bug bug out of your head a little. What immediately comes to mind when I ask that question? Work. Work is the most stressful situation you can Hold think on. of. Hold on, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one of the things. When I'm working and I get off at six, you're not like painting the fucking Golden Gate Bridge as a job. You asked me. Okay. Uh, well, that, I, that's the first thing that comes into my head. Like, it's not just work in general. It's when I'm working and I'm at the I'm at the end of my day, and then I find out that I have to go back eight hours later to try to figure out. Try to get some sleep before I gotta go back wow, in. I just feel like that is so like you definitely take on some some stress about something that it just is, right? Like again, you're not painting the Golden Gate Bridge, you're not painting lines in the middle of I ninety five for a job. Like you don't have a stressful like your life isn't gonna hang in the balance because of your job. Like that seems like a like a reason to be stressed. Uh, an- another thing was um like being in a band and then... I, I just feel like you got some privilege right now. Do you understand your privilege? I feel like there's some privilege. Well, what should I say? This is the f- first thing coming off the top of my head. If I had a week to think about this, I'm sure I could really narrow it down for you. I'm just saying. Like you're stuck up... You're, like, you're stuck on a, a Stuck on the Golden Gate Bridge with like, her you driving. Know, you don't know when you're that's, ever getting off of it. Dick Kelly, you're hanging upside down. Nail, nail in the like, head. That sucks. Nail that in the head. stressful. Yeah. Yep. That's just everyday stress is your work. But she's saying, like, can you think of, like... Being stuck on a subway car and the light, yeah. it, like, the electric goes out and it's a crowded train and there, you, no one's moving. What the fuck? That's pretty fucking so stressful. So some of the stress dreams that I have, these are just dreams and they're recurring. And I think a lot of people have these in different different variations. Um, obviously, I've had the, the stress dream where I have to cut something for a new show, or for TV, I have to cut something and, like... I don't have any time to do it. Yeah. But the biggest one is where I'm about to go on stage, and I ha- I don't know my lines. Like I never re- I never remember my like nine, my lines at all. And That's like I'm, me every single I'm night. I'm literally going on like, hey man, you're up, you're up, and it's just like, wait, what am I doing? And then I'm searching my brain for whatever we're doing. And I'm like, oh my god. And I have those recurring a lot, and that is 
some panicky shit. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, all of my dreams are fucking stressful anyway. I'll tell you something that was really stressful. It's probably more stressful for my mother than me. But when I was a kid, I had this hutch that had, like, my books and toys and, like, Donald Duck Bank and shit like that. And it, it rested on my desk. I was climbing it at one point in time. And I ended up pu- pulling, the, pulling the thing down on me. Now, the hutch itself would have killed me. But the way it was cut was that there was, like, a dip in there. So mm-hmm. when the hutch landed on me, it was around, mm-hmm. like, my neck, neck, like a U. Yeah, like, I, I'm picturing like, like exactly. I would have been fucking dead. Yeah. So, like, obviously, it landed on me on the bed. I scream out and, you know, my mom is just fucking tripping the fuck out because I, I, I should have been fucking dead. Wow. It's just that weird cut, that just that weird artistic mm-hmm. cut that they put in wow. the thing. Is what what saved me. So or how's that? Is that more, more or it would have smashed your vocal cords. Yeah. 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 Fucked up with that have been too. Yeah. Paralyzed you. Broken neck. Wow. Yeah. So. Very I was, lucky. I was very talking lucky. to um the actors and stuff this week and um just to people in the theater. We just put the, up the show this week, people. So uh, Shakespeare. We talked about it last week. It's that time of year again. We're doing Shakespeare in the park. Um. So I feel like we're all adrenaline junkies. But we don't jump out of airplanes. We do this instead. Because up until the day it opens, most of the time, you don't know if you've really got a show. Whatever it is, there's bits and pieces that are not there yet and that don't come in. You, The luxury of like having all of the moving parts on opening night is a luxury, right? Like that... You're still well, pulling... A, a lot of shows have time to work it out. Like, when I did Lend Me a Tenor, I was surprised at how much time we had. But it still wasn't enough time, but it was enough time. Mm-hmm. Summer Shakespeare, you got three weeks. And that's Shakespeare. That's not like, um, hey, you want to go to my house tonight? Oh, is Frank going to be there? No, it's like, doth now you cometh here. I mean, it's totally... Then, <laughs> since the case yeah. so stands is now at doth. Mm. That's one of my favorite lines that I say, because it's such a tongue twister. I don't know what the hell you just said to me. Then since... The case so stands as now it doth. I think it best you married with the county. Oh, he's a lovely gentleman. Yeah. Romeo's a dish clout to him. An eagle, madam, hath not so fair, so green, so quick an eye. So here's the thing about like Three about, weeks, about, about like adrenaline junkie is being yeah. actress, a musician, and, and all those things. Um what I find interesting is we're used to that kind of thing. Like it's ingrained in our brains and our DNA. But it's still stressful. I agree. I agree. But 90% of regular Joes out there don't have a fucking clue or an interest in any of that. Because that, they that can't sort of, do that it, though. That's, you know what? One of the actors, we were talking about this, she said, yeah, I bet most people, 90% of people would rather jump out of an airplane than get on stage sure. in front of 2,000 sure. people in the daylight and do what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, that. that's scarier to most people than jumping out of an airplane. And we do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, adrenaline junkie. That seems like some. That's a stressful situation. But is the stress good or bad? There's another question. That's mm. a that's a different part of a way to look at that, right? I think the stress is bad in the beginning, but then once you finally the fruits of your labor is getting up on stage because that's a fucking rush, and then you but know. But it's still the, the rush. Payoff. There's your adrenaline, right? right? Like because you, and it's still stressful. What if the person beside you goes up in, on their lines? The other night, Juliet and I both. Romeo went up on his lines, and Juliet didn't know what to do. Was during the balcony scene, so she starts climbing down the ladder. Then she goes up again and starts the scene pages later. Where, oh. where I've already entered. So I had to figure out where oh. she was and get my entrance in. 
And it worked out well. No one knows. And that's the other beauty of it. We have to save shit to make it where not, the audience has no idea what the fuck just happened. That's some pressure. Super yeah. easy. Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> Learning lines in Shakespeare is tight. <laughs> um, that's for pitch meeting people okay. obviously we're on a jag we highly day. recommend it uh, I guess that's it yeah cool let's wrap this shit up alright well um, do you have any last advice for uh, our listener, listening audience is it blurgity blurgity yeah don't suck any blurgs on your way to the blurging <laughs> the blurgity blurg see you later blurg face yeah blurging blurg face <laughs> blurg 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 Blurgity, blurgy, blurgity, blurgy. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I love It's your, hot I, I love your stupid songs so much. in my head all the songs that I sing out of my mouth sound like the songs but then they come out of my mouth and don't sound anything at all like the songs I so want Christina sings the not hits almost hits it's Christina almost sings the hits uh, yes. <laughs> KTEL Records presents Christina almost sings the hits <laughs> with, with songs like exactly. Burgundy, Burgundy. <laughs> a disco classic and let's not forget uh, hot times. Everyone's favorite 70s music. <laughs> Summer in the City. <laughs>